0: Alrighty, shall we go in three? If you wanna. Three, two, one, off we go. Hello, lovely listeners. Kate, this is the part where you say hello. I'm sorry, do it again, because I just...
1: <laughs> you just made me laugh. <laughs> it was that, it was that just, three, two, one. Hello, lovely listeners. <laughs> do it again, do it again.
0: I'm laughing now. <laughs> serious face no i can't do it it's too hard you can it's fine it's fine we can do this we've done it for 155 episodes we can do another one right think thoughts of
1: gravity and magnitude
0: (laughs) i can think about a tree do that okay i'm gonna need a minute okay (laughs)
1: It's like that guy on that outtakes program years ago, and they were trying to get him to say not one thing without shaking his head. That was his line was just not one thing, and the director wanted him to not shake his head, and he couldn't do it. It was like there was always this little shake of his head when he went not one thing, and the director was like, "Right, get his hair off with him." It was like take after take after take after take, and I always think we're well, not quite that bad, not yet. How's it going, Suzanne? I'm still up my
0: tree. Okay. Okay, I'm coming down. There we go. Right. Hi. Serious face. Okay. We ready to go again? Yep. One, yep. three? Yep. Alright. One, two, three. Hello, lovely listeners. Hello. Was that better? Much better, yeah, until you said that. Cool. No, I'm still good. It's stopping in. Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome around the virtual campfire. Welcome to FrithCast. Settle in, warm your knees, grab a a drink of choice. How many times have I fluffed that line? Grab a drink of choice. Welcome to FrithCast. Whether you are an established listener, whether you are brand new to us today, oh boy. Welcome to episode 156. Music goes here? Uh, Yeah, we might as well go straight in. So yeah,
1: Yeah. music goes here. All right, you're going to sing the theme tune? Well we don't have to, we have it recorded, but I can I, you know, just just as a placeholder we can have doodly doodle 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 <laughs> doodle.
0: around the virtual campfire i am half your hosting team my name is suzanne martin i am a heathen with a head full of stuff occasionally when the moons are all in alignment some of it is useful
1: and my name's kate i'm the other half um i am neither heathen nor useful and my head is mostly full of star wars or star trek and random trivia also
0: good also good lovely lovely listeners we are on episode 156 and today we have got something a little bit different for you so we usually sit around the virtual campfire with all of you lovely listeners and we have about half an hour to 40 minutes of random stuff and rabbit holes and something connected with modern heathenry that hopefully sparks a thought or two or a discussion or is just a mad enjoyable half an hour, you know, it's, it's all good. And you know, you're welcome around the virtual campfire, whichever. You say random, as though we don't
1: think it out weeks in advance and plan carefully. I can't even remember what I had for
0: lunch. <laughs> Never mind planning out weeks. If I planned all these episodes out weeks in advance and carefully all of them, I'd just lose the notes. Fair dues. They'd just kind of disappear with half my socks and elope to Gretna Green, and then where would I be? God, you want to think? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure I want to follow that line of reasoning. (laughs) Bold of you to assume I have a line of reasoning. (laughs) Lovely listeners. We have got something a little bit different for you today. So as we are recording, it is very nearly the summer solstice. June of 2023 here in the Northern hemisphere. It is getting to the very, very warm point of the year. And additionally, it's Pride Month at the moment. So we thought we'd take a bit of a pause from our regular programming and give you a little bit of something different, maybe to get your brain matter having a bit of a think about how this might go for your own practice, for your kindred's practice, how this might then, the the topics that we're gonna discuss today, how it might spin off in your communities and spark discussions. And yeah, let's see where we go today. But before we go any further, I would like to introduce to you a very, very special guest who has very kindly joined us around the virtual campfire for our usual shenanigans. And I would like to introduce to you all lovely listeners, a lovely, lovely lady who has come all the way from Heathen Women United to talk about a little bit around the topic that we're going to talk about today. So would you like to introduce yourself a little bit?
2: I will do my best. Um, Hello, everybody. Um, My name is Pauline. I'm a heathen and a druid. Um, I'm not coffee powered, I'm more tea powered. And yes, I've been invited to join you all around the campfire today, which is, yeah, lovely. Thank you
0: very much for joining us today. And you are here to talk about a, uh, a current project of Heathen Women United. But before we start discussing where it is now, would you maybe tell us a little bit about where it started where it's come from how it's how it's been generated into what it is now before we get into what it is and then maybe where it's going as well i'll do my
2: best so the project that suzanne is referring to is a year-long project that within heathen women united we're referring to as the year of hun it was sparked from the Nordic animism's uh, founding of the year of Aun, if I've said okay. that correctly, which hopefully, um, for a variety of different reasons, some of the members of Heathen Women United were uncomfortable with either the story of Aun, mm-hmm. which is a difficult story, or some of the ideas. We wanted something a little bit different. Yeah. So we got chatting. One thing led to another and the next thing you know, you're planning a year, year's worth of events.
0: So with Nordic anim- Animism proposing the year of Aun, that project has now kind of taken on a different path. But for Heathen Women United, you wanted to do something in parallel to or uh, inspired by that project, but something that was refocused in a different direction?
2: Yeah. I mean, for those who perhaps are not familiar, the tale of Aun is essentially of a king who desperately clings on to his own youth and power by sacrificing his own children. Wow. And yeah, it's not a pleasant tale. And there is an argument to say that as a species, we're at that stage where we are sacrificing the future to cling on to our own way of life. So it's a powerful story a very uncomfortable thing to consider yourself as part of that destructive ancestor position Mm.
1: it serves it serves as a a, a sort of a metaphor with that with that in mind yeah
2: but what we wanted to do is push it out of that aspect of almost a battle cry and into something that was much more about connection and healing
0: Mm, okay and you were saying there that it's had a bit of a subtle rename, so it's the year of Un not the year of Al. Yes. So we now know a
2: little bit more about who Aun is, but who is Un? Ah. Well there's actually two of them that are used in this year. The one is one of the nine daughters of Ran and Agir. She is the powerful wave. Mm. And we certainly need a powerful cleansing wave of something. Wash away some some types of individuals who are clinging even harder onto ways of life and destructive behaviours than others. Mm. The other one who has another name as well, but I can't remember it properly at the moment, Um, but she's, she's in one of the sagas and she is, oh, she's a powerful woman.
0: From what I remember of reading about her, she's very much an independent woman She's a very powerful woman in her own right, um, and she and her descendants end up in the positions of power in quite a few countries, as far as I understand.
2: Yes, she's she starts off um, being married off to one of three brothers, I think it is, uh-huh. and um, she and her sisters. And through those marriages, they forge peace amongst these warring These warlords in Ireland, I think it is. And then naturally, eventually things collapse and she ends up having to leave and go back home, which were the uh, Scottish islands. Mm -hmm. And from there, other things happen. And she's then ends up having to set sail um, for Iceland with some of her family and some slaves uh, who she actually says, if you help me, I'll give you your freedom at the other end. Mm-hmm. And along her journey, she uh, they stop at on Orkney, and she marries off. I think it's one of her daughters. Uh, they stop. I think it's the Faroe Islands, and she marries off some other another member of her family. Um, and they end up in Orkney, where more of them uh, are married to forge alliances. Um, so she's ended up with connections in several countries and kingdoms in the sort of like Scandinavian North Sea Irish sea end of the world you can imagine
1: the preparation for that voyage can't you getting getting all the family together and saying right you're all coming along and they're like we don't really you know we've got things to do here and shes like, no I, no I need you all to come along I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you all as we pass each island
2: <laughs> yeah I get the impression of it She's like no you're not having any choice in this you are coming do as you're told get yourself ready get on that boat
1: yeah, I yeah. suppose it was up in the way, wasn't it, with um, with uh, you know, as you say, forging alliances and all that kind of thing. If I can just throw in, um, <clears throat> I've I've ventured a couple of clicks, um, and I've got um, Un, also known as Aud, the deep-minded, not to be confused with Aun, which is a different person. Uh, she also has the name of Ketils Dotia, uh, and she figures in Norse sagas, including Landnamabok, Yarl saga. Laxdaila like Saga, Bigya Saga, Eric's Saga, Rautha and Gretis Saga, apparently.
0: So that's, yeah, that's some of the big heavy hitters. And yeah, mm. lovely things. We'll throw some links into the description if you go and want to read Un's adventures for yourself. Um, and I think probably as you were speaking there about, you know, who she was and what she accomplished, I think the word formidable comes to mind for me.
2: I think she must have been a very powerful matriarch. Yeah, yeah, hugely formidable in not only forging her
0: own path, but also forging peace between islands, between, you know, creating networks almost. Yeah. And connections across hundreds of miles that between family members that would then help hold the peace in those
2: areas and almost stabilise it. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, she's also right at that period of time between sort of from the conversion from pagan to christian as well mm. and her story crosses over i th- think she starts off pagan and ends up christian oh wow okay
0: yeah so she's she's quite a character from what you're you're saying about her and where she ends up adventuring in her life so i can now see why she's being chosen as the figurehead for the heathen women united focus for the year um focusing on on her ultimately but is it that there's something, um, other sort of events or posts or something that's planned for the Heathen women community to key into this into this year? How do people get
2: involved with what's going on? What's happened is that we've come up with the with a series of figures and themes for each month of the year. Um, historical figures, figures from sagas, and themes like economic justice like environmental justice um decolonization so some really big meaty themes mm. um linking into and as said with historical figures bringing into that as well female figures the majority of them but not all of them mm-hmm. um and to encourage people to think about these, Difficult themes to maybe learn a bit more, but to maybe think about how they can connect a little bit better, where what their role is within their community. Mm. So each month in the in the main Facebook group, we're posting at least one initial post that summarizes all the themes for that month, and then usually there are follow-on posts that uh, either to discuss some of the issues. To focus in on one of the figures more, um, some of our members have uh, recorded meditations or chants uh, that are then posted as well. Mm. Again, around the themes of that month. Mm. So yeah, there's a lot, quite a few different strands being woven together.
0: Yeah, and that that theme of sort of weaving strands together that you're talking about there—that sort of awareness of. Um... You were talking there about sort of a big monthly theme each month that, that then keys into the figures that you bring out and then that people can go and look into further yeah thinking about that theme of you know weaving together not only our being in the present now as modern heathens but then connecting back to the past and weaving between the two yeah how important do you feel that that theme of connectedness is not only just in that context but Maybe connectedness between individuals, between communities, between us and the land.
2: I think it's vital. I mean, we are not solitary beings. Even when we think we're solitary, we're not. I mean, we have all sorts of bacteria living in us and on us. We are collective beings. Mm. And where you know, for too long, human humanity has cut itself off in a lot of areas from the rest of nature and we need to work to repair that to recognize that we are not out with nature we are part of it Mm.
1: yeah yeah that's that's an interesting um it's an interesting perspective it can be very easy to lose track of when you say that we are you know we are essentially i suppose you could say we're we're kind of cities in a way um i mean i've i I remember reading things years ago about in, in in books about how we're you know, even down at the, the the sort of the level of our, our, our cells and whatever, um, there's evidence that sometime way back we, we were like um, symbiosis between different tiny cellular creatures and that all sort of, you know, it's, it's built in right in our core that we are not just one thing. We are a multitude of things uh, right from that, ty- that tiny level. And that just what you, you just said there kind of just just kind of pinged that little bell from having read that years ago.
2: And and if our own internal bacteria is off, is, you know, unbalanced for any reason, that usually means our health is not so good. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, we have to look after ourselves as a whole collective being and we need to connect with the world around us because we are not an isolated species. We're part of it all.
1: Mm. Very much so.
2: Yeah. So we're all an interconnected part of an
0: ecosystem rather than controlling that ecosystem or dominating that ecosystem we are a an included and connected part of that
2: ecosystem yes and for a healthy ecosystem of course you also need diversity yes uh-huh. yeah because you can't run an
0: ecosystem on one thing it doesn't work no. it needs the variety to
2: survive yeah and diversity is beautiful i mean diversity of species is and it's amazing it's fascinating it's wonderful to see and Mm. yeah yeah
1: it's 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 something that i you know not 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 to sort of get political but it's 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 kind of the you can look at it in all manner of ways you can look at it as diversity is as you say beautiful you know you can go out into into wilds and, and and woodlands and and rainforests and you know even into tundra or desert or whatever and there's there is things just around you there's life all around you in so many different forms and and it's it's just you know to, to to sort of see it and try and take it all in it's you know you can also argue that that diversity is what brings resilience it brings strength it brings adaptability it's all of these things and so many people you know, again, not, not pointing fingers or anything like that, but it's just an observation that you, you so many people that sort of seem to believe that strength lies in the other direction. You know, make everything the same, make everything narrow, and then we will be, then things will be stronger. And it's like, I, I don't see what that's, you know, nothing in nature suggests that's the case.
2: I mean, you look at any natural environment, the strongest ones, the healthiest ones, are the ones that have the best levels of diversity, where they have mm. species in connecting and with in relationships that are unexpected and beautiful and amazing and we need that we need that diversity in our own communities in our own human communities we need that diversity too yeah that's how we help that's how we see the world in all its glory and wonders we all thought the same how boring that would be yes
1: it would at that
0: (laughs)
2: I was thinking back on what you were saying there
0: about it being the being these sort of 12 themes through the year of on of these 12 themes that then tie into these figures and look at things like connectedness and look at things like, uh, you know, diversity at interracial relationships, at interconnectedness between everyone and also biodiversity ecosystems. So, looking at these huge, big themes, it could almost feel quite overwhelming to try and tackle that within a month. So, are there some things that maybe people could attempt on an individual scale or a kindred scale or a small group scale that might be able to contribute to the, the major monthly themes?
2: Absolutely. I mean, we suggest each month, we suggest these figures and these ideas, and we usually Point at one or two places that people can investigate a bit further if they want to. I mean, yes, heathenry is well known for being the you know a a religion with lots of homework. (laughs) I fail miserably at the homework end of things, Um, so I'm very much in favour of sort of like, well, you know, just take a little something that appeals Mm -hmm. and do what you can. Maybe it's learning just a tiny bit more about one of the areas. Anything you do that develops it a little bit further is great. Maybe it's just that actually for you, it's going and sitting in your back garden and just watching. Yeah. Watching the world and the plant life and the insect life and listening to the birds. Maybe it's something like that. Yeah. Mm, Kind of being present. Maybe it's doing some art or crafting something with intent of weaving those connections, strengthening your connections with the world. I have lots of different approaches.
0: So
2: lots and lots and lots to think about. And yeah, on top of that
0: there is the the original year of, of Allen as well also running alongside this. Yeah. And, you know, looking at that theme again of connectedness, but connectedness with with the earth, with biodiversity, with ecosystems. And yeah, there's some really yeah. big They're huge topics. They could easily take a lifetime just to start
2: on picking one. Absolutely. Um, But different members within the Heathen Women United community have taken some of these things and have run with them and come up with their own threads to it. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, we have somebody who who works with jewellery, recycling materials, recycling and reusing materials as well. Uh, and she's developed a small line of jewellery for the Year of Un, oh. um, using symbols that were were put together at the beginning to sort of brand it, for want of a better term. Mm-hmm. So there's a sort of okay. Year of Un bind rune and symbol. Um, somebody else has woven both threads together and is running a series of workshops through the year. Uh, with storytelling and healing and she calls that world renewal uh, since so world renewals uh, storytelling and oath-taking Wow so she, she and she's using both the un story and the oun story and telling both of them and in, in events in uh, in in her area which is America uh, Part of but she's got some material online as well you know she's she's doing that so we've, we've got things like that happening where individual members have taken the themes and run and produced something that weaves into it that connects with it mm. And resonates with them
0: yeah so thinking i mean right now we're halfway through the year and you're already talking there about you know, not only about the collective project for the year of un coming from the group but also for you know things like you were talking about there, like jewelry that's being created just for these events, that that bind room or sigil that's been created for it as well, and the storytelling and oath-taking um, initiative again connected to this. So it it sounds like not only is there like a collective response, but within that there are individual responses and resonances as well with people's individual
2: crafts or strengths coming to play to this as well yeah yeah Mm. which is just fabulous to see I mean it's all part of that diversity multiple multiple
1: perspectives all all sort of coming into the same like a like facets
0: absolutely yeah so we're now six months into a year-long project are there any plans for where this is going to go for the next six months
2: There are some. Uh, Technically, we're not quite six months into it because we actually launched it at the beginning of February. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. But We were planning it. Obviously, late December, early January was where the planning really kicked off. Yeah. But we launched it on the 1st of February. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, um, there are themes and figures for not all of the next six months, but for some of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And we will continue to post those posts encourage people to discuss things to maybe read up on things to maybe do a bit of meditation maybe something practical i mean for connecting to the land option one of the suggestions was go out and do some litter picking yeah (laughs) so yeah so we we are going to be continuing this
0: yeah to to continue it on for the next Few months, see where it goes, and hopefully we're looking again at, at other um, projects and other individual responses will come out and almost harmonise back into the collective whole.
2: Hopefully, yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the things, one of the things we wrote in the announcement thing was the year of Un adds a harmony to the powerful song of the year of Alm. Mm. Where one is a battle cry, the other is a gentle song calling for change in our hearts and minds. Where one is the remorseless dirge of pain and grief, the other is the soothing chant of healing. We must raise our voices. We must listen to the songs around us, so that our raised voices are a swelling symphony for change, for reconnection, for honour and for respect.
0: I like that very much. Yeah, there are yeah. You know, different ways, both recognizing that this is a call to action, but that there are different ways to approach that. Mm. Yeah, mm.
1: it's it's fire and ice. It just it just the two um, approaches are arguably completely different, and yet they complement. And it just it made me think of the 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 the, the fire and ice of
2: creation.
0: Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. (laughs) So the fire and the ice come together and create change, create something new, something very Mm. different to what's gone before. And hopefully maybe that's where this project will go as well, is that it will spark individual and community grassroots responses that will start engineering a louder voice
2: for change. The more voices there are, the more change there will be. And yeah, we're we're at the point now where I think the human
0: race recognises that it is impacting the Earth through the processes and things that we undertake, and that there are some quite large projects to try and undo some of the damage that has been caused, or to try and find um, methods and ways of existing that do not damage the Earth so much, or that uh, you know if they're not benefiting the earth, at least they're not harming it. And finding ways that are less impactful, you know, even if it is just finding a, a, a new thing to recycle, or finding a way to cycle or change old clothing into something new or to something different, or to find a way to keep it um, sustained and in use in some form that creates yes. less less rubbish, less landfill, less impact.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We all have to do what we can. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's just finding one little thing to change, not changing a whole lifestyle at once, but maybe finding one little thing to change. And once that's embedded, finding one other little thing to change. Yeah, who knows? Maybe over the next few months, people will just change one thing or two things. And that will be enough to start that cycle and process of impacting less on on the earth and on our communities and maybe finding ways to change our lives that are less harmful to us
2: because we are part of those systems. Mm. Yeah, and collect- collectively putting pressure on places that need a bit more pressure to actually make changes on you know, industrial scales or big company scales it's not easy topics it's not easy stuff but it's important to think about it's important to do what we can to make those little improvements and those little changes in our own lives and to work towards the future thinking about the next generation and the ones after that
0: so thinking about maybe how people can connect with these things for themselves If they are um, in or want to join Look at Heathen Women United, then they would be able to follow the posts through in the main group for the remainder of the year and look at the themes that have been picked out and the individuals, figures that have been picked out to study or to discuss, to look at. If they're not in Heathen Women United or they'd like to maybe contribute their voices in a different way, what kind of things
2: could people do? reading about um deep-minded would be a good start mm-hmm. um in terms of practical things doing things to connect with the land with the environment or with your community com- no, with your community mm-hmm. and for some reason i can't say that properly at the moment <laughs> um so In terms of connecting to the land, that could be a bit of gardening, a bit of sitting in a garden watching things. It might be litter picking. It might be as simple as just growing a single plant in a plant pot Mm -hmm. and watching those changes. Um, Or it could be a study of something. For example, fungi, Mm -hmm. thinking of the amazing mycelium networks that are out there and connecting things i'm very into fungi at the moment it's fascinating stuff
1: it is intriguing though isn't it it's it's the 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 thing about what's the largest living organism on earth yeah and people are people will leap for like blue whales especially if they're alan davis on qi they'll go for blue whales or they'll go for elephants or what have you and it's like no actually it's this fungus isn't it that that like goes all the way across a forest and it's like miles and miles and miles and it's all one organism
2: and, and these mycelium networks i mean that they, they they communicate they help different plants and different species communicate across vast areas and they also produce these beautiful and fascinating different fruiting bodies at different mm. times of the year and they're all colors and some of the weirdest shapes out there i mean you know who needs an imagination to think science fiction when you can just look at fungi yeah Some, <laughs> yeah really way out stuff so it's yeah but it's also it's that it's those threads of connection and communication that just weave together all of this yes yeah i could go on a bit uh, <laughs> help yourself <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so there's there's doing something learning something like that um about a plant species growing something doing a bit of litter picking maybe clearing up a riverbank if you're near a, a river or going on a beach clear up mm. um mm. things like that anything like that will help you connect with the land um, but it could be a case of you wanting to connect with your local community or with your online community Maybe you need to engage a little bit or want to engage a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So reach out to people. There's usually somebody who's willing to listen.
0: Uh, Yeah, maybe forge a new connection or two.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe, you know, stick your neck out and volunteer for that thing that you think it sounds interesting, even if you're not sure that you've actually got the skills to do it or, you know, Give it a try, you know. That's how we grow and develop is doing new stuff.
0: It is, and stepping just outside of our normal comfort zone is the space where we grow as people. It's We don't ever grow inside our comfort zone. We have to grow just outside of it.
2: Yeah, you never know where it's going to lead you. I mean, it might lead you to be guesting on a podcast (laughs) that you never expected to be (laughs) guesting on. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it might.
0: (laughs) Stranger things have happened. They usually do on this podcast. They usually do. (laughs) With that, I think that is a lovely place for us to maybe pause, maybe just stop this discussion. Let our lovely listeners have a think about maybe ways to connect between themselves. If you do want to come and find us online, you can. It's awesome. You can find me. I'm Suzanne Martin. I'm on Facebook and I'm also on Twitter at Geetha in Jeans.
1: And if you want to find me for any reason, um, I'm on uh, Facebook, Kate Coldman. Um You can also uh, visit us on Facebook on our little uh, group page we have there. If Just do a search for Frithcast Pod and uh, you can join us there. You'll find a link to our Discord server as well. So you can uh, come and uh, sit in around the virtual virtual campfire.
0: So, Pauline, thank you very much for joining us for this episode. You are welcome to stay around the virtual campfire and just kind of kick back with the hedgehogs and the cookies and Latin that we were talking about. Earlier. <laughs> um, we'd like to both thank you very much for joining us and talking a little bit about this initiative and how people can get involved, what kinds of things people can do to add their voices to the diverse range of voices that is currently in response to this call for action.
2: Thank you very much for having me. It's been a joy. So
0: lovely listeners, it's time for the three of us to kick back around the virtual campfire. You are very welcome to come on. find us on the virtual virtual campfire. Come and talk about some of the stuff we've been talking about in today's episode. And we will talk to you next time for episode 157. Come and join us for that one, and we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.